Welcome to Behold, a podcast for women longing to live a life worthy of the call they have received. I'm Christy Horsch, and this is episode 94. Hello, and welcome to episode 94 of the Behold podcast. I'm Christy Horsch, and I am so grateful to be with you here today. Today, we are going to be talking about the Holy Spirit. If you're listening to this in real time, we just had Pentecost, and it just seems like the perfect time to talk a little bit about the Holy Spirit and how he is moving in our lives. But let's get started with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit, come and fill our hearts and our minds. Fill this time. We invite you into our lives. We invite you to move in a way that helps us to better perform your perfect will. We ask you to come alongside of us in every moment and direct and guide us so that your will may be done. We ask for your boldness in our faith. For these and all of our intentions, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, as I said, if you're listening to this in real time, Pentecost was just this last Sunday. And during the homily, the priest at our church was talking about how sometimes when a small town has a centennial celebration, Everyone will dress up like the time period that it was founded and that people will talk about how they were catching the spirit of the town founding. And Pentecost is the birthday of the church. It's when the church was founded. It's the time for us to catch the spirit, if you will, of when the church was founded. For the season of Easter, we heard the incredible acts of the apostles. We heard of the miraculous and powerful way that the Holy Spirit breathed life into the early church. The apostles and Mary literally caught the Spirit and changed the world. The world wasn't exactly a peaceful place. The Romans were occupying the land. The Sanhedrin had plotted and put Jesus, the Messiah, to death. He rose from the dead, but had ascended into heaven with his final command being to make disciples of all nations to share his mighty deeds and his message. The disciples were confused how to live this out, though, and they felt very alone. Our world isn't any better right now. Our land is occupied by relativism. They say that we live in a post-Christian society, and Jesus gives us the same command to make disciples of all nations, to share his mighty works in our own lives. The only way we can do this is to look to the early church. The disciples prayed. They prayed asking the Holy Spirit to come. Then once the Spirit came, they allowed him to work through them. They became the Lord's hands and feet and mouths. They kept a spirit of grateful humility throughout, recognizing the gifts bestowed on them in their mission. They didn't waste a moment. They trusted so completely in the Holy Spirit. But how about us? How can we show up as the early church did? How can we catch the spirit of the time? First, we can pray. We can ask the Holy Spirit to come and fill us in a powerful way. 
Many of us were baptized as babies, and at our baptism, the Holy Spirit came to us. We don't remember what life was like before the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. It's such a gift to be a child of God for so long, but it's also important to keep in mind that at our baptism, at the coming of the Holy Spirit, we did change. We were given access to the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We were given our charisms. We were made disciples of Christ, capable in our own right of making disciples of all nations. Throughout the Acts of the Apostles, there's a spirit of prayer. They stay close to the Lord at all times. There's also a spirit of community. They take care of each other. They love one another as Christ did. God calls us to community as well. Today, community is difficult. Our lives are disconnected. If we want to catch the spirit, then we're going to need to start to find ways to connect to those around us, both in and outside of our home. We need to consciously build community. In the early church, it was apparent that his disciples were animated by the Holy Spirit. Yes, they were still human, but they allowed the Holy Spirit to literally move them. He told them what to say. He told them what to do. He directed their movements and they willingly followed. If we want to be like that, we have to allow the spirit to animate us too. So often we want to be in control. We want to have a relationship with God, but it's scary to allow him that deep, to allow him to possess us so completely that we're actually animated by the spirit. In this possession by the Holy Spirit, the disciples had a grateful humility. They were thankful for the gifts, and they gave glory to him for each of those gifts. We often have a skewed view of humility. We think it's a form of self-deprecation. But humility is actually recognizing who we are and who God is, and that we can do nothing without him. It's recognizing that he is the source of our strength. It's giving him the glory for our life because he is behind it all. The disciples remained vigilant. They were aware of the movements of the Holy Spirit. Today, we aren't always aware. The Spirit is moving, but we fail to recognize it. We need to ask for the eyes of faith to see where he's moving in us and in others so we can better respond, live out our faith, and do his will. For the disciples, their lives were their faith. Their faith wasn't a side dish that they pulled out on Sunday or special occasions. Their entire lives revolved around Christianity. They lived and even died for this faith. In our world, so many live their life like their faith is an accessory that can be put on whenever it's convenient. Jesus did not die for us so that we could pick and choose when we wanted to follow him. If we're going to catch the spirit, then we're going to commit to an identity of faith that will permeate every area of our lives. Most importantly, the disciples allowed the Holy Spirit to work in their lives. They invited the Holy Spirit in and they allowed him to work. They didn't remain in fear of what he might ask them to do. They didn't put up walls to protect themselves. They invited him in and allowed him to touch each and every area. Was it always easy? Absolutely not but the fruit was so powerful. We want to be who God made us to be. We want to experience his fruit in our lives, 
But sometimes we forget to invite the Holy Spirit in. And then when we do invite him, we resist because maybe we're afraid. Maybe we have made a God out of our own comfort. So there isn't room for him. Whatever the reason is, we need to get very clear with our invitation and our willingness to follow where he leads. This was the spirit of the early church. Prayer, community, gratitude, humility, vigilance, unshakable trust, living out of faith that demonstrated possession by the Holy Spirit. Our world can be dark, and it's time to allow the light to burst forth. That is your mission. That is what God has called you to do. The Holy Spirit lives inside of you. As Jesus says in Matthew 4, 15 to 16, Matthew 4, verses 15 through 16, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a bushel basket. It is set on a lampstand where it gives light to all the house. Just so your light must shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly father. Stop hiding your light. Stop hiding the Holy Spirit within you. You've been given an incredible gift. It's time to use it. For some, the Lord will ask you to step out in bold ways. For others, this will look more quiet. You'll be discipling to those who you love the most. Both are so powerful and should not be ignored. The Behold podcast is all about beholding your life. It is also about living your life well. My friends, there is no better way to live your life well than in communion with the Holy Spirit. We place ourselves in these boxes. We tell ourselves we can't have this or we can't be that. I'm too shy. I have too many little kids. I don't know what to say. What will others think? We use these thoughts to box us into a place where we might feel safe. I assure you, the early church did not feel safe, but they did feel alive and they felt peace and joy. They felt deep satisfaction that comes from living his will. They felt confident in his promises in who he was and who they were in relationship to him. I want this for you. I want this for myself. I want this for our church and for our world. It's time for us to catch the spirit of the early church by allowing the Holy Spirit to animate us in our very lives. Because when we do this, we'll be one very important step closer to living our lives worthy of the call we have received. I'm Christy Horsch. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hopefully you're feeling convicted after this episode to try to catch some of that spirit of the early church in your own life. And if that's so, I want to encourage you to read through the Acts of the Apostles this summer. Just read a chapter a day. You'll be done in a month. And ask yourself these three questions each time you do. What stood out to me? What is God trying to say to me in this collection of verses or chapter, how much you've ever you've read? And how can I live this in my life right now? Then I want you to come over to our Facebook group and share with us. Let us know how you're catching the spirit in your life or come and join us in Beckoned, the monthly membership where we have many courses and weekly group coaching to help you to figure out the best version of yourself and how to become that as you walk along with the Holy Spirit through this process. For more information, you can go to the Behold website at www.beholdyourlife.com. 
And as always, if you've enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you could rate and review and share it with a friend. I hope that you have a wonderful week. Know that I am praying for you and I will see you soon. God bless.